Jesus came down to be among them, which tells us quite a bit about who he was as a teacher and a rabbi and a healer. He came down among the people, whereas in Matthew's gospel, Jesus is on a mountain looking down on the people. Jesus is known in Matthew's gospel as the second Moses. But here we have a Jesus who is among the sick and the lame and the poor. And it's concentric circles of people. He has his 12 that he's just called in the previous chapter we talked about last week. Then there are people that are followed along and then there is just the crowd standing by. And the only people that are constant in this story are the 12 disciples. The other crowds ebb and flow, come and go. But today for a moment imagine a group of people other than the 12 who are very ill. They're leaning on crutches or sticks. They're dressed in rags. There are children there that are barely hanging on the, the dispensables as they were known. And these are the people that Jesus reaches out and heals. And the power goes out of him. But it doesn't seem to bother him. Remember when the woman with the hemorrhage, Jesus, she touches Jesus' cloak and he said, who touched me? Because he felt the power go out of him. But in this story, it doesn't seem to affect who he is or what he is doing. And then he begins to teach the people the Beatitudes. And Matthew has a different way of telling the Beatitudes than Luke. Luke is very direct. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn or weep. Matthew seems to extend and explain what the Beatitudes mean. What do the Beatitudes mean to you? Carl Jung had a favorite story about a town in China that had not had any rain for years. The Catholics held processions, he said. The Protestants prayed. And the Chinese had joss sticks, J-O-S-S sticks, that they shimmied around. It didn't work. So finally, they decided that they would call a wise man in. And the wise man came, he was all wizened up, he was ancient looking. And he immediately went into a, a, um, a hut that they had prepared for him. And he closed the door. And three days later, he came out. And he left. And the fourth day, it snowed. So one of the elders of the village went and found the wise man and asked him what exactly was going on. 
Why did it snow? And he said, I didn't make it snow. When I got to your village and I went into the door, when I went into the shack and closed the door, I felt out of, there was no Tao. And that means he felt out of sorts. This town, this village is out of sorts. So I am out of sorts. And when I went back to my village, which is in, is not in, um, excuse me, when I went back to my village, it was okay. I was not out of sorts. The people in the village were not out of sorts. So I was able to make it snow or rain. It's all about balance, the wise man said. And here we had a village that was out of balance. And this is what I believe Jesus is talking about in the Beatitudes. How do you bring balance into your life? How do you conduct yourself? And what does this story tell us about who we are as people of faith? How do we conduct ourselves with integrity? How do we keep our word? How do we reach out to the less and the poor? That was exactly what the wise man was saying. If you are out of balance, your whole life will be out of balance. If your society is out of balance, then the world will be out of balance. It's the choices that we make and the decisions and the path we choose to follow that keeps us in Tao or balance. I never really understood what the Beatitudes, I mean, I did understand what the Beatitudes meant, but not at a, at a gut level, not instinctually. And what I heard in that story about the wise man is, we must always remain in Tao. And Jesus is the perfect example of someone who remains in balance. He doesn't let things affect him, events. As he said, people will persecute you and hate you because you follow me. But Jesus always stays true to who he is. He's not afraid to speak truth to power, and he's also not afraid to tell people when they're on the right path or when they're on the wrong. He's willing to speak up in a way that is not confrontational, and he's willing to call us to account. We still follow him, obviously, today because of those ideals. So going back to the village with the wizened wise man who tells us how to stay in balance and what happens when we don't. Jesus is saying those very same things in the Beatitudes today. When we think about who we are and what we want to be and who we choose to be, we have chosen the path that Jesus is calling us to. It's when we get out of sorts with one another or ourselves or our families and friends that we become out of balance. And that's when we feel as if we can't find a path through. 
but looking and listening and reflecting on what Jesus and God are calling us to do, we begin to realize that we are on the right path. We do know what we're doing. As long as we stay in community and communication with one another, the chances of society breaking down become less. The chances of churches falling apart become less. The chances of us falling apart become less because we have each other to lean on and rely on. And we also have God as our person, excuse me, we also have God as the, the true North Star that we choose to follow. And there is nothing that will separate us from that feeling, that belief, and that love. It's the path we all are so eager to follow. And it's the path that is so easy if we put our hearts and souls and minds into it. The Chinese village that was out of sorts became in balance because they realized what they wanted to accomplish as a community. And they went forward and were able to do great things. It's a wonderful story by Jung and one that I hadn't heard, but it really makes me stop and think about who do I want to be, who do I want us to be, and who do we, who do, uh, who, excuse me, who do I want us to be here in this community with all of these people surrounding us? It's a beautiful story of love and acceptance, but also a story of change. Amen.